Um, I have never seen anyone smaller than me. Uh, even people who, you know, like people will put on, you have websites and things like that where you have small penis. I mean, people think they have small penises and I, I just laugh because I'm like, yeah, whatever, you have no idea, so. This is the HuffPost Love and Sex Podcast. Each month, we explore love and sex by asking a single question. To find the answers, we speak with experts and listeners like you. This episode contains explicit material. Please proceed with caution. I'm Noah Michelson. And I'm Karina Kolodny. This week's question is, does penis size really matter? There is a such thing as too small and too big. There you go. Personally, I mean, I'm more attracted visually to larger sizes, but ultimately, uh, mechanically, not that big a deal. I think that question is whack, because if you really care about, you know, what are you going to do? If you fall in love and you find your soulmate, and then you find out that they have a small penis, is that going to be a deal breaker? Like, if it is, like, that, no. I just don't believe that. I think that's stupid. Like, what do you mean? Like... What are you trying to say, really? It probably matters, but I can't say it's ever something I've paid particularly close attention to. Uh, I don't really care. Before the break, you heard our interview with Brian from Indiana. He's one of the men we interviewed for this show, and he has a micropenis. It's about two inches when he's hard and inverted when he's soft. I'm not sure if you remember, but even before we started doing the podcast, I think we knew we were going to do a show about penis size. Because it's such a thing that people talk about. Or if they don't talk about it, they think about it. And it was interesting then when we put the call out for people to to actually chat with us. Of course, we heard a lot from big dick guys. They seemed like they were really ready just to like, yeah, I'll talk about my big dick. But when it came to small dicks, we had a lot harder time actually finding someone who who would come on the air and, and chat about it. Which we probably could have anticipated. Obviously, guys who have larger sizes are going to be more enthusiastic to talk about it. It's something that we culturally think is is more important and better and significant of something. Um, so we really easily got an interview with someone who has an above-average penis size. But we had to work much harder to get an interview with someone who had a micropenis. But before we hear their stories, Dr. Ian Kerner is going to explain what you need to know about penis size in general. Dr. Kerner is a sex therapist in New York City, and he's the author of She Comes First. You may remember him from our episode on the clitoris. Let's start with the average length of the penis, which is, you know, approximately five inches when erect and about four inches or so in circumference when erect, uh, give or take an inch on those uh, dimensions. Now, what is the average size of the vagina? I mean, if we're talking about heterosexual intercourse, the average depth of the vagina is about three to four inches, although the vagina, you know, expands in all directions. Um, So when you consider that the average vagina is about three to four inches in depth and the average penis is around five inches when erect, most men who are having heterosexual intercourse um, are perfectly amply endowed just being in that average zone. So most men in the just the average reign are amply and perfectly endowed. You know, the dimension that often gets neglected, though, to me, which is the more important dimension, is circumference rather than 
length. So most men in the just the average reign are amply and perfectly endowed. You know, the dimension that often gets neglected, though, to me, which is the more important dimension, is circumference rather than length. Uh, when you consider, again, considering heterosexual intercourse, penis to vagina intercourse, when you consider that most of the nerve endings that contribute to the female orgasm are either located on the surface of the vulva or within the first inch or two of the vaginal entrance, um, you know, it becomes more important to be able to provide clitoral stimulation. The other thing about a about circumference is a wider penis will expand the vagina in a manner that will bring the clitoris closer to the vaginal entrance. Most intercourse positions uh, often miss the clitoris altogether. So if a guy has a wide penis or an averagely wide penis, uh, it's going to expand the vagina, the clitoris is going to come closer to the vaginal entrance, and a woman is going to have more of a chance of receiving direct, persistent clitoral stimulation and hence having an orgasm. So if anything, if we want to focus on dimensions, I think we should be paying as much attention to circumference and girth uh, as length. Obviously, guys care about penis size. But I think it's kind of a misnomer that you are going to have all this great sex because you have a big penis, because at least in the heterosexual community, because that's what girls are going to be so into. Like, like we just said, like the depth and length and range of vaginas and clitorises and everybody's, you know, sexual organs vary pretty greatly. And so if you think of it like puzzle pieces, some fit together and some don't in in the anus too the anus is not like you know 20 inches deep so even if you're an average person who's about five inches that's pretty good but you know even like when i'm online on grinder things like that no one ever says that they have less than seven inches like seven inches is the the smallest you can be most people are like oh i'm eight inches do you know how big eight inches is like i don't think most people have seen an eight inch penis because it's big no it's terrifying like it's like an it's anaconda or yeah, something. It's a lot I'd imagine. Deal with. Yeah, it is. I, I think that, you know, there's this thing where people are lying about how big they are just because of culturally they've been told they have to. Right, which kind of leads us to another question, which is if big penises don't necessarily feel the best for the people who are being penetrated with them, why is our culture so obsessed with size? Well, I mean, I think, first of all, we, uh, you know, vastly uh, misestimate um, our own penis sizes. I mean, I think we get a lot of our norms about sex today uh, from pornography. And even if you go back into the into history about where did men first form their ideas about penis size, it usually came from some form of erotic imagery. Uh, so today we live in a culture where, you know, if you even click on small penis on a site like Pornhub, you're more than likely going to see average length penises. I mean, so I think we live in a culture where uh, the average um, has become considered small. This is largely um, a kind of mythology or a kind of discourse that is largely uh, propagated by men. I mean, study after study has shown uh, that most women, you know, are satisfied and content with men who are in the, again, the spectrum of average dimensions. So most of the uh, fear, phobias, and discussions and beliefs around size are really from a, a male-oriented discourse that, that most women are not directly participating in. When we're talking about big for uh -huh. penises, what are we really talking about? What's 
what when we get into big, what is big? Yeah. And 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 how uh, common is that, I guess? Yeah. So my experience uh, looking at various research studies has been that when a man tends to be over about five or five and a half inches erect, he is considered or can be perceived again by a female partner uh, as being amply well endowed, largely endowed. So I think we're really looking at just above uh, the average spectrum or at the high end of the average spectrum, a guy would be considered to have a a large penis. Um, Large penises can actually be much more problematic uh, than average size penises. When a man has a large penis, it really behooves him to be a more sensitive, tuned-in, gentle lover because a large penis can cause uh, cervical pain or cervical damage. It can lead to uh, tissue tearing in the vagina, uh, you know, depending upon a woman's um, lubrication uh, or the lubrication being used, uh, the lubricant being used, uh, there's uh, potential for much more pain. So if anything, men with large penises who have had sexual experiences where women um, have experienced pain are often uh, can, I mean, on a positive note, could end up as sensitive, tuned in lovers or can actually bring um, anxiety and and concern and actually have uh, inhibited lovemaking because they're concerned about hurting their partner. So, you know, having a a penis that's well above the uh, average, um, you know, contrary to the myths of porn and the myths of our culture at large, uh, is not a blessing. I think the other thing, too, in the gay community is that there's this whole thing about being masculine and, and manhood and obviously a penis size relates to that and so the bigger your dick is oftentimes the more masculine you're seen but also it's also just sort of you know i love looking at a big dick but then when i think about actually having to actually deal with it that's where i am less excited because it can hurt even those guys who are well endowed but are bad lovers probably still have an easier go of it than those who have to deal with the issue of having a micro penis. It is so stigmatizing in culture, and there's also a lot of self-stigmatizing around it for those who have them. We talked to Brian about that and some of the other realities of living with a micro penis. You know, when you, you get to high school and you're in gym class and everyone, you know, the guys, you know, start taking their clothes off and you change and it, you realize, hey, I don't look like that. And it just seemed like mine never grew at all. So that, you know, right around the, you know, obviously early high school careers when you realize freshman area. So do you remember, like, was there a specific moment or a specific experience in a locker room or something? Or was it just sort of... No, I just, time? I just remember, yeah, no, I remember, you know, that, that very first thing. And that, you, I knew, I mean, because, you, you know, you go through the, you go through class, you talk, you know, and it, it just, I knew that my situation was different than most and I never knew why I never understood why still don't to this day um, but it just uh, I, I just remember in the locker room very vividly uh, as you're changing clothes and I, I worked very hard during that time to you know to to kind of hide and not show anything and not really anybody see so so it was something that you could at least sort of immediately identify as something that you were unhappy about or something you felt uncomfortable around I don't, yeah, unhappy, I'm not sure is the right word, but just different and um, odd. And, you know, when you're a high school boy going through puberty, that's not something you want, you know, oddities are, are things you don't want to uh, 
to talk to everybody about, especially about something that that personal. So. Definitely. Is it something you know at this point in your life that you would say you were unhappy about, or, or how would you how do you feel about it? At um, it, it, that's an interesting interesting question um, because I it's it's like. I don't want to say it's a disability, but it's like anybody with a disability. I, I would never, I don't know what it's like to be, you know, a, a normal sized penis or, or anything like that. It's just, I don't know if I'm unhappy. I, I would like to know. I would like to be able to, you know, do things that other guys can that I can't. So um, I just, I've always felt different and very odd because of it. So has it, has it affected your sex life in significant ways? Oh my yes, I mean I, I'm uh, I I'm have never I've obviously never been able to do any kind of insertion in anything. Um, I've always and I, I am a gay man. Um, I've always had to be a receiver and you know do uh, do that kind of stuff. So I, as far as you know using my my penis like you know another guy would, even as a heterosexual guy, I, there's no way I could. So and uh, I mean beyond it's weird. Beyond your beyond your sex life, is it something that you feel like has has come into play or affected your life in general? Absolutely. Um, I I don't stand to to take a take a leak to go to the bathroom. I, I can't to urinate. Um, it just becomes a mess, and that's something that has always felt very odd. So I've always sat to take a leak. So um, because when I try to stand up and and urinate, it just becomes, it just kind of sprays and becomes a mess because I am so small. And when you've dated someone in the past or, or when you've started dating someone, have you felt pressure to sort of come out about it or to, to, uh, very, yeah, very, a lot of pressure. And it's, it's something, you know, especially in the gay community. And uh, I mean, I can't really speak for the heterosexual community, but it, it, I'm, I'm very, very shy about, um, moving to, um, doing any kind of sexual activity uh, because of it. And, you know, I've, I've lost uh, guys because of it. Um, I've had guys who are, you know, almost fetishing, fetished by it. You know, like they, they, they're curious and it's kind of like a fetish. They like guys with small penises. And so it's just very, 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 very tough when you date and, and have a micro penis. Yeah. Is is the fetish aspect something that you're comfortable with, or something that? Um, I'm I'm comfortable because I, I'm a very open-minded person. I'm very you know whatever. Everybody's got different quirks and different ideas about things in their life, and and you know you can't. It doesn't bother me at all. So, what do you think are, are some of the main misconceptions that people have about small penises or about having having a small penis? It's you know, I think a lot of it is a lot of it. A lot of people think you're not you're not a man because of that, and I don't I don't think it affects the masculinity at all. Um, but on the other hand, I, I do feel so odd and so different from most you know normal sized guys. So I think the best the biggest misconception is oh you know it's it's so small that you can't you can't do anything with it. But you can. I mean, you just got to be creative and. And, and do what you can do. I mean, like, like anyone else that is missing any kind of body part or has any kind of, you know, um, disability, you have to work around it and try and find ways to, to make it work for you. What do you want people to know about having a small penis or, or living with a small penis? 
Well, it's uh, it's not fun at times, especially, like I said, when you have to go to the bathroom and you're the only guy that has to go and sit down to take a leak. Um, I, I want people to know that we are still, you know, just as capable as other people. We do have some limitations, but, you know, we still have the same needs and desires that everyone else has, no matter what the size is. And, um, you know, the thing in our war world, we're, we're so, we have such a mindset of, what is normal or what is the way things should be. And um, I, I just would like for people to be more open-minded about different things. And I think, you know, having a smokiness has made me much more open-minded. So. Do you, I mean, have, have you met other people that have penises on par with, you know, in, in terms of size, have you, is there a community around this or is it? I, I have, I mean, yeah. There's there's communities everywhere, but I have personally never met anyone. I really never talked to anyone that has it. Um, I have never seen anyone smaller than me. Uh, even people who, you know, like people will put on, you have know, websites and things like that, or, you know, small penis. I mean, people think they have small penises, and I, I just laugh because I'm like, yeah, whatever, you have no idea. So, and it's. I don't know. I don't know of anyone and I have never seen, I've actually searched, you know, like anyone else on the internet, I have searched for other people and I've never seen anyone with a penis as small as mine. And it's just, I don't know why I'm, I'm not, I know they're out there again, because I think so many, so many guys, especially are embarrassed because, you know, we're taught so young that, you know, you know, just that penises are look like this and, you know, the genitals all look like this. Well, mine don't. So, and I, I think that we're taught, you know, even from like elementary school to this is what the normal should look like. So we're embarrassed by it. I think that's why a lot of people don't talk about it. Do you think that if, Sorry, there, that were, a long answer. if there were more comprehensive numbers on this type of thing, we would be surprised by maybe I do. How many people I definitely that? think so. Yep. Yep. I do think so. Because, um, you know, you see a lot of, of surveys and a lot of studies that, you know, I just read one not long, not too long ago, a couple of months ago about the, the new normal size for a, a male penis in America. And I'm like, I don't know who they studied, but I would be willing to bet that guys who look like me or have my situation would not be a part of that study because they're so embarrassed. So I, I think that America would be surprised that if we went with our true average, that it would be a lot less than what people think. Yeah, I think that's definitely probably true. Is there anything else that, that you haven't had the chance to speak to yet that you want to make sure is, is heard or gets out there? Um, I can't think of anything. You know, it's, it's not something that I, it's obviously something I never thought in my entire life I would speak to, especially to a, a you know, in an interview. But uh, it's been good talking about it. It's made me feel good to come out and talk about it a little bit. And I, I hope, you know, by me saying something, others will will follow and, you know, I won't be the only one in the survey. So, well, we really, really appreciate you taking the time to call us and, and volunteering to sort of share your perspective in, in the first place. Okay, I'm glad to help in any way. Thanks so much. You're listening to the Huff Post Love and Sex Podcast. Coming up, we'll discuss what life is like with an above-average-sized penis. If you haven't had a chance to find HuffPost Love and Sex on iTunes, take a moment to subscribe, rate the show, and then let us know what you think. You can also find us on Twitter using the handle at HuffPostPodcast, or you can send us an email. 
We're at loveandsexpodcast at huffingtonpost.com. Thanks to everyone who has reached out with feedback and show ideas. We're still looking for them, so keep them coming. And make sure you subscribe on iTunes so you don't miss anything. I can't tell you how happy I was, Karina, that Brian was willing to talk to us. It's obviously something that's really challenging for him. I mean, basically, the universe gave him something that he had no say in and no control over. When you think about it, women can get bigger breasts or smaller breasts. They can even change the size of their labia. But when it comes to penis size, you're pretty much just stuck with what you've got. There's no surgery that you can have to change it, make it bigger, make it smaller. You just have to deal with it. Right. And I want to echo Brian's request for acceptance when it comes to penis size, because there really isn't anything you can do about it, like Noah said. Not to mention, I don't think the size of your penis says much, if anything, about who you are or what you have to offer, in the bedroom or anywhere else for that matter. But while penis size doesn't necessarily say anything about who you are, what you end up with in that department does say something about the different stigmas you might face. And just as there are men like Brian with micropenises, there are also some men who are born with above-average members. We spoke to one of them. Hi, Noah. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Is this still a good time to chat? Absolutely. Wonderful. Uh, when did you realize that you had a larger-than-average penis? Do you remember the age or when it actually happened? Um, well, I remember, I think I was like fourth grade, my best friend and I decided to measure ourselves and fourth or fifth grade and he was quite small and I was quite big even then um, compared to him. But I think a lot, I I went through life thinking I had a small penis. I think it's just a a normal reaction for men to just assume they have a small penis. Hmm. Um, And then my first boyfriend when I was 16, we took our clothes off, and he looked at me and said, wow, you have a really big dick. Did you feel like, you know, was there a sense that you had sort of won the lottery, though? Because it's not, you know, it's <laughs> I mean, not no. as... Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a really fun realization that, you know, you have this kind of, you know, and being gay and being, having to be desired by another man felt really good. Are there any disadvantages to having a big dick for you? Absolutely. Well, I mean, I think just with gay sex in general, there's the disadvantage of cleanliness. And I remember encountering the first the first time I was uh, topping a guy, and it got messy, and it was not pretty. And so that's a, that's a realization. Uh, plus, you know, there's definitely been times where we have to stop, you know, or a guy will come really fast, too. That happens a lot, where it's like, it's just so big that, they just can't help it. So definitely there are some disadvantages. How, bi- how big would you say it is? I'm like eight by five. Okay. So the guy, because the guy I'm dating right now is massive. Like it's one of the biggest I've ever seen. And like I said, very few times do I see bigger than me. And he's just massively huge. It's just ridiculous. It's just an embarrassment of riches over in your in your house, huh? <laughs> What's your old Midwestern voice? Yeah. So, Karina, are you a size queen? I've never even heard that term. Did you just make that up? Oh, my God. No, this is a term, especially amongst us homosexual types. Yeah. If you love big dicks, you're a size queen. Um, no. I mean, I'm not not. 
I guess I've never thought about it that much. Yes, you have. No, I I haven't. It's not this thing that I'm like, I wonder, like, I I don't know. To me, it's more important that I'm, like, jiving with someone and that their personality is awesome. I'm not going to be attracted to somebody no matter how big or small their dick is if they're a dick themselves. That's a good point. I will say when I was a kid, I had this dream about something called the penis book I wanted to create. And it would be a book with every man in the world. And on the left-hand page, he'd be dressed. And on the right-hand page, he'd be naked. So if I went to the grocery store and I saw a hot guy, I could go home and look at his dick in the penis book. I was obsessed with penises ever since I was like five years old. See, I thought this had like I thought that had more like oh my god, it would help people with their self confidence no. so much to see you just want to look at people naked. I was a perv, yeah, exactly. So when I would wish on a star or wish on my birthday candles, I would wish for the penis book. But for me, it was less about like huge dicks. I really just like a pretty dick, like proportional, like good coloring, that kind of thing. Um, so I love to look at a big dick, like you know, or pet a big dick, but like. I don't really want to put it anywhere inside of me. It's just a lot of work. You got to stretch. You know, it's just like there's preparations that have to happen. So, what I'm, kind of stretching are we talking about? That's a whole nother podcast. <laughs> we should do that right. podcast. We could do it. Um, but yeah, I think big dicks are great. I think small dicks are great. I think you kind of just have to own what you have. And we should probably be a lot more open minded and, you know, not make people's lives hell if they don't have. A 10-inch dick. Well, and it's totally interesting, too, because there are so many things that women are supposed to, you know, so many categories that women are supposed to fall into Mm -hmm. in terms of, like, how big their waist is. You know, small waist, big boobs, like, big ass, whatever. I mean, all of these different random rules and regulations. And it's, like, it's not anything you have control over. It's the same as penis. We have all of these for both genders. And they end up being so crippling, whereas if, you know, we could just accept ourselves and other people for what they are and... Go with the flow. Just this go is, with the flow, man. I think this is when Caitlin starts playing Kumbaya on the guitar. <laughs> <laughs> can Caitlin can Caitlin play the guitar? I think she can. Really? Caitlin, take us out. That's it for this episode of Have Post Love and Sex. Thanks to our producer and editor, Caitlin Baguki, and production assistant, Jorge Corona. Please let us know what you think of the show, especially if you have an idea for an episode, have a question you want answered, want to share a story, or just want to be Noah Michelson's boyfriend. You'll find us on the Twitter handle at HuffPostPodcast. And if you want to email us, you can reach us at loveandsexpodcast at huffingtonpost.com. And if you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us in iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or comment wherever you subscribe. It helps other people discover our show. And by all means, people, click those gold stars. If we get more gold stars, HuffPost has promised to buy us some average-sized dildos. Our next show is all about sex in outer space. And believe me when I say you will not want to miss this one, so make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Bye. Bye.